Welcome to Hostel Homies, a podcast focused on the best parts of backpacker culture. I'm your host, Joe Glasgow. Each week I sit down with a new guest, ranging from the people I meet while I'm abroad to professionals who work in the travel industry. Listen along as they share hilarious and inspiring travel stories, unparalleled recommendations on where to go, and tips for seeing the world on a budget. For Hostel Homies, it's all about the journey, the destination, and the people you meet along the way. Hello, Hostel Homies. This episode is brought to you by The Hostel Group. Visit thehostelgroup.com and support hostels by booking direct. Hostel Homies? Hostel Homies it is. Yeah, this is it. You are our first flight attendant. Yes. Um, We've been talking about making this for a while now. Yes. And you moved out out to Atlanta. I did. That was an experience. It was fun, but um, I wouldn't stay in Atlanta long term. Like, I wouldn't build a family and raise Mm -hmm. kids and everything out in Atlanta. Atlanta is just like a party town. It's like a sunny New York, basically. Okay, yeah. mm -hmm. And you're you're from Brooklyn, right? I'm from Brooklyn, born and raised. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we're we're like sitting in your old neighborhood where you used to go to high school. With literally Benjamin Banneker Academy on... Clinton, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, Clinton. Do you know? It's close. Okay. (laughs) We're like like five blocks away from there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Incredible. So is this a trip just like walking through this neighborhood in general? Yeah, I was yeah. just like, okay, wow. But I, I come out here. Like yeah. I, yeah, so it's not like new, new territory. So I feel like it's it's familiar for the sure. most part. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. When you moved to Atlanta, you were working for the same company? Yes. And this is Delta? Yes. And we're so, allowed to okay. use that name? <laughs> Wait, so I'm with the regional airline for Delta. So okay. my company is called Endeavor Air and we fly all of Delta's domestic flights mm-hmm. and like some Canadian and Caribbean flights. Gotcha. Yeah. Does this mean like smaller planes? Yes. Smaller? Okay. So two flight attendants, 76 passengers. That's all I want. All right. All right. Good. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yes. <laughs> But does that mean, I mean, for people who are scared of turbulence, does that mean you are on the flights that get hit with the most turbulence because you're on smaller planes? Oh, that's a good question. Maybe. You probably do. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it probably is like more focused. But here's the thing, everybody, about turbulence. (laughs) Turbulence, you can't really do anything to a plane. It'll just really shake you up, but it Mm -hmm. can't really... You need to be afraid of like decompression, like a little hole in like the door or something. (laughs) And we'll all slowly suffocate and die. That's what I'm for. You're like freaking out, peering at like every little corner in the plane. And you can hear it. Like you'll hear little whistles if it's kind of normal, like on older planes. Uh But that's like the main thing you listen for is like a little whistling sound. That means that there's a crack somewhere and that shit can blow. (laughs) Have you heard one of these? Every day. (laughs) On these old ass regional planes that you're flying? Yes, yes, (laughs) yes. But turbulence is nothing to be afraid of. Like that's fine. I think that's important to tell people too. Mm -hmm. And do you have to, as a flight attendant, like talk people down from having like panic attacks, anxiety attacks on planes? I have. So I've been doing this five years. Mm And I've only had a couple of, maybe like two or three instances where somebody got like crazy. (laughs) And I've had one lady like in the exit row. I'm happy you asked me this. (laughs) If you sit in the exit row, please be willing to assist. She sat in the exit row and she was like, oh, I'm fine. Like, yeah, no, everything's fine. We got in the air. We hit turbulence. She got up and said, I can't do this. (laughs) She said, I can't do this. Too much responsibility. Literally, she was sweating. She was freaking to come to find out she had a flight before this where it was like really bad turbulence mm-hmm. and it just messed her up. 
So basically, oh, she was no. just like, and I said, why did you agree to sit here? <laughs> she's, like, she's like, I didn't want to cause any problems. I'm like, oh, this is this is the problem. Yes. This is, you caused it. <laughs> you made the only so, problem, yes. Yeah, I just kind of just held her hand and just kind of talked her down. Like, all right, we're, we're landing. Mm -hmm. Like, in 10 minutes, everything's fine. Yes. Look around. You're breathing. You're good. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> I feel like you'd be good at that. Yes. In my head, I'm like, oh my fucking God. Yeah. Really? 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 So, yeah. When you're talking with the other flight attendants, you're yes. like, who is this stupid? Yes. Literally, after that's over, we go into the galley like, did this really just happen? Did that really, like, this? Yeah. I love that because exit row, like, every flight that you, you ask as a flight attendant, you're like, are you willing to, yes. if there's an emergency, will you help other people out? And you have to have an audible yes. Yes. Right? Yeah. And so she went, she went, yep. She, she saw yes. the leg room and she was she like, was yep. So confident, yes, sure. As yes. <laughs> soon as we hit a bump, like sweat pouring down her face, nervous. I've never in my life, I was like, okay, she is worse than everybody. I can't do it. I got yeah, she was like, I gotta get up, I gotta go, I gotta, like, bridesmaids. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Just yes. having full on imposter syndrome. Yes. In the good. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I want to think that like most people, myself included, who knows, like if there was actually an emergency in the plane, like who would actually stick to that promise? Not like, the me. Ex <laughs> <laughs> Not the flight attendant. <laughs> That's so relaxing to hear as the flight attendant says that. <laughs> I'm like, I would jump out. Right, yeah. I'm jumping ship. Sorry. No, I feel like they you know what? We're trained for that too. Like we're trained to know that people will have like nervous panic. Mm -hmm. So basically if something happens and people that were willing like literally it'll show pictures and training of somebody freezing up and you have to literally either piggyback them or slap them <laughs> that's what you're trained to do like literally trained to slap them <laughs> literally like this is what you have to do it's not called slapping but it's just called making the person alert <laughs> oh you're alerting them. yes yeah, i'm yeah. alerting them by slapping them yeah mm -hmm. alerted a few customers tonight. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. very good very good well i want to get eventually into the glamorous and beneficial side Okay. being a flight attendant but yes. i think first we need to go into the more not so glamorous side yes. and possibly like annoying sides of being a flight attendant so yes. what are some things that you have to deal with that maybe not so many people would think that you would have to you know what i'll go okay so this, let's start with the free travels this is a travel podcast yes. so let's start yes. with that so basically we do get free travel mm -hmm. But it's standby base, basically. So, you know, you can't just like, oh, I just want to take a trip here. You yeah. can, but there has to be a seat available. Gotcha. So I have horror stories. I have great stories, and I have horror stories with that. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Um, for example, I went to Africa. And then when you go for free, basically, you're only paying um, taxes. Gotcha. So I went to South Africa for like $75 round trip. Jeez. Exactly. Oh However, <laughs> <laughs> I got stuck out there for like three days. Me and my cousin had to split up. She took a flight like without me. I was alone in Africa. All of the hotels were sold out. No. I was on the airport floor crying. <laughs> I had to pay for Wi-Fi. It was just, so things happen. <laughs> yeah, I would think that like flying out somewhere wouldn't be bad. Like if you're at JFK mm -hmm. and you, you miss the flight or they're full, whatever, you're at home, right? But mm -hmm. if you're out in the middle of, of nowhere, nowhere you're yes. in South Africa, like as far away as you can kind of get. Exactly. And my mom in that... <laughs> During that time, there was something going on in like Ghana, so nowhere near South Africa. And she was like, I'm buying a ticket. It's $2,000. Put it on the credit card. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta go. You're making, you're I'm like, I had to alert her. Like, I'm gonna slap you in a Yes. Like, you're, you're gonna get alerted. Nervous panic. I have to go. You're not helping. Yeah. So that that's like the negative side, I yes. wanna say, of the standby flying. Gotcha. But other than that, 
No, everything's like, that's like one of the best perks of it. Just and are you are you placed in first class seating if, mm, the, if it's available? Good question. I basically I feel like I always get first class. Actually. Okay, nice. And that's yeah. So base, that flight was really full. I was actually in the middle seat for sixteen hours. But that, <laughs> <laughs> that was that flight. But other like I've been to Tokyo. Um, I'm trying to think of longer flights. Tokyo or of course like Paris. Amsterdam and I got first class on all of those. Oh yeah. Yeah, you're getting like slippers, you're getting a five course meal, <laughs> oh you're getting gosh. a bed. Yeah. <laughs> and literally this is like forty dollars. That's yeah. it. That's it. That's worth the slippers, right? The slippers alone. <laughs> literally, I'm like, all right, I'm good. That's it. Slippers and biscoff cookies is all this is it. I'm good. That's I'm it. set. Yeah. I'm set. Mm -hmm. Is it true? Like do you feel like if you fly first class, going back to a coach is, is pretty rough. It's a rough no, transition. No, it's not. I feel like I have. if I have to get somewhere, I have to get somewhere. You yeah. have flight attendants that are bougie like that. Uh -huh. Like once they get first class, they, they literally won't go somewhere. <laughs> like they'll have a trip planned to Africa. Yeah. And they go, I didn't get first class. I didn't go. I'm going to stick out I'm, here. Yeah. That's it. I'm just going to wait and, and not go on vacation. I'm like, is this really what we've come to at this point? Picture about like being their family too, like being really excited. Yes. You're like, no, nope. yes, yes. Dad's so. not getting first class, so we got <laughs> we got to stay in it's town. It's sad, it really is, but I'm not. I try. Wherever I can get a seat too, I'm going. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And you've you've gone. I mean, you've gone a lot of places. Well, we'll get mm -hmm. into that soon. Mm -hmm. um, as far as being in the air and being a flight attendant and dealing with customers, what are like crazy or obnoxious things you've had to deal with while in the sky? So, I have a theory on this. Mm -hmm. I feel, like I said, I've been doing this five years and I feel like everything, yoga, yoga Kelly, I feel like everything <laughs> is energy, basically. So, if you come on there with a certain type of energy and I'm just really nice and passive, you can only be but so mean to me. Like, you sure. can only, you know, like, sure. I feel like, uh, like I said, I've been here five years. I probably had about two or three instances where somebody got, like, crazy. One of them, I would say, um, was a girl that was drunk. And we were, we were basically at the gate at that point. So, nothing got too extreme but this is a funny story um i had two older guys in first class of course they probably were like millionaires or probably something i don't know <laughs> so they're sitting in first class you could tell just very just i don't know i can't describe it but slippers on everything just yeah just very just ceo-ish <laughs> so one of them um the door was closed and they were on their phone still talking. So when I see somebody doing that, I don't go out the way like airplane mode. I just kind of put my phone up, my hand up to my ear, like yeah. just signal it, like all right, cut the phone off. Mm -hmm. They listen for the most part. One guy, he he was on the phone. He looked at me. I did the signal and he went okay, okay. He stayed on the phone though. Uh -huh. And then we started doing the safety demo. And he was, I heard him kind of like I gotta go, I gotta go. But he was still kind of just like playing it off. Yeah, sure. Next thing you know, a guy behind him goes. Get the fuck off the phone. <laughs> you heard her. Get the fuck off. And like hits. Can I curse on you? Yes, <laughs> Too late now, right? And literally he starts hitting his seat. And I turn around like, and it's not even my cabin that I'm yeah, working. I'm yeah. working in the back cabin. And so I look at the other flight attendant like, are you going to handle this? Like, we're doing a, okay, this is happening. Yeah, yeah. So he hit his seat. And then the guy turned around like, who are you talking to? And then after that, it kind of like, died down for some, I don't know why it just kind of died down then next thing you know he went who are you talking to like just <laughs> started going crazy the CEO guy yes but both of them honestly and then I something just happened and I just turned around and I was like okay and that was it I didn't hear another word from them for the rest of the <laughs> 
I don't know if it was like the authority mode. You verbally <laughs> alerted them. I guess so. And literally, I was like, oh, that's so wild. I didn't have to like call the cops or anything yeah. like that. They just heard that okay and was just like, you and he's an old ass, 55 year old, rich ass man. Like, she said, okay, so we're gonna stop. <laughs> and that was it. This guy's last name is like Kennedy or something big. And probably, she's like, oh my God. Probably like a fucking Lisa Vajaga. <laughs> she said, okay, we're done. I'm sorry. You hit him with phone. one word. That's so impressive. That was it. I just said, okay. <laughs> and literally not. And you can tell he was still kind of ready. Like the first one that was on the phone, he was yeah. still ready to say something. Sure. So when I went up to the galley, um, I walked past him. I didn't even look at them. Just That was it. I went up to the galley and the flight attendant was looking at me like, oh my God. I said, don't say nothing. Because if you give this any energy, it's going to yeah. keep going. Sure, so let's sure. just not talk about it till we get off the plane. Don't let them hear us. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Nothing like that. So yeah. Well done. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah, yeah. Situation diffused. Yes. With one word. With one word. That's it. I love the guy who was on your team. Just, <laughs> just <laughs> hitting the back, like get the fuck. Up. He literally said, "I'm trying to hit a safety demo. Get the." <laughs> <laughs> the one guy taking notes. His first fight. Literally, I don't know what we're supposed to do. <laughs> what are these masks coming down? This guy was talking. <laughs> like is this really and it was a flight to like Syracuse I'm like we have 45 minutes <laughs> can you really just like cooperate like not tonight Jeez. not with me please yes so yeah oh my it. gosh yeah. so <laughs> dealing dealing with customers who either have your back or mm-hmm. own a company and think they're too important to yes. hang their phone up you get some of that yeah um anything weird strange like I was on a flight uh back from Madrid to New York and mm-hmm. like two people had to get paramedics called for them like oh on the flight and it was one of those things like over the loudspeakers they're like yeah, yeah. do we have any doctors okay the Are- fact that that happens to be, and like i said i've been here five years and i've had one medical emergency mm-hmm. um when i first started a girl fainted but it wasn't put it this way i have it i, I hear about this all the time mm-hmm. even when i'm not it's called non-revving when you get on a yep. flight and you, you don't pay for it basically yep. standby so even when I'm non-revving, I'll hear stuff like that happen. Like, oh, but it never happens on my... And I'm, like, thankful because I... <laughs> it's the energy you're putting out, I that, guess. That, yeah. It has to be. It's it working. Has to, literally, I'm healing people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm healing everybody. But no, I don't... I really have that happen, thankfully. Probably just drink myself. But no, no, yeah. no. It's good. It's good. No, just keep putting out I'm that good energy. I'm going to text you like, oh, my God, somebody fucking blew up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Somebody went in combustion on my flight. No, someone's going to be having a seizure and you're going to be like, okay. And they're going to be like, oh, never mind. I'm healed. That's I'm it. fine. She yeah. said, okay, I'm healed. She hit him with that one word. <laughs> the one word alert. Yes. So as far as the as far as far the benefits go, mm-hmm. I feel like you actually take advantage of these. Because I've talked I to do. flight attendants who they're like, yeah, no, I just work in New York and uh, you don't really leave much and take the flights. No. I feel like you have to take advantage of it. Literally. You you, I've, I've worked with flight attendants who's been here like maybe 10 years and probably taking like two trips. Jeez. Yeah, and I'm like, why even do the job? Yeah. You know what, I get why though, because it is a very freeing job. Like you just get to kind of, it's very mentally freeing. Like you don't take your work home. Or you sure. don't really use your brain. You're kind of just service and yeah. snacks. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so it's very like mentally freeing. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I wouldn't do this if I couldn't like travel too. Yeah, yeah no. Was it the, was that the primary reason why you, why you chose the job mm-hmm. in the first place? Basically, yeah. and I didn't want. <laughs> I'm crazy. I did. I feel like after like high school, then college, I was done. Mm-hmm. I was done with doing work. I didn't want to get my master's. I was just like, I need to just travel and yeah. not think about a nine to five or anything like that. 
And you did, you had your blog that was 26 under 26. Yeah, 26 <laughs> countries at 26. At 26, yes. that's right, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> so what were, what were some of these countries and did any stand out as feeling like a perfect place for you or anywhere that made you feel like you were at home? I feel like, let's see a question. It's similar to the question like, what was your favorite place basically? Mm -hmm. And I like to say, out of those, probably Tokyo was my favorite place. However, I really like the beach. Mm -hmm. So I would pick like the Caribbean over, yes, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> over Africa and Tokyo. Like uh -huh. that, that, I feel like I belong like literally at the beach. Yeah. Like I'm just, mind you, I can't swim. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. You just do toes in the water for a second, then you call just it good. Just paddle and I'm <laughs> But I really love the beach. So I feel like any Caribbean island, um, Bermuda probably was one of my favorite places, like island wise. Mm -hmm. I feel like that feels most at home, I guess, to answer the question. And like, it, it's great because, I mean, you grew up in Brooklyn, mm -hmm. lived in New York, lived in Atlanta. I feel mm -hmm. like the beach is the most opposite you can get. Oh, probably. And it's kind of what you, yeah. maybe it's kind of what you need living in places like yes. that too. Yeah. You know what's so funny? I don't plan on, like I said, I moved here um, from Atlanta a week ago. We're back here. But I'm only going to be here for like six months. I'm going to Charlotte like in January. Is that right? Yes, I'm done. I'm like, I'm not living in New York now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can't do this. I want literally a four bedroom house yes. in the south. I want grass. I want trees. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah. yeah. It's funny how New Yorkers will just kind of like salivate over that. People talk about like, yeah, I have a dog. And we're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You get a dog. Yes, yes. That's all I want. Just a white picket fence, yes. grass, and a puppy. And my mom is saying that. She's like, it's only because you grew up in New York City. Like, that's why you want that. You want the complete opposite of what you grew up knowing. So. Sure, and that makes sense. Yeah. Are there any kind of final trips that you want to take? Any bucket list items where you want to take advantage of while you have mm -hmm. this benefit? Egypt probably was one of my yeah. places. Yeah. Every time I planned a trip to Egypt, though, something is... Egypt... Okay, let me just keep this since <laughs> I feel like Egypt is just kind of wow. Like every time I try and plan a trip there, something crazy is going on in Cairo or Egypt. So, is that right? Yeah, but then again, people go a lot. Like mm -hmm. I know flight attendants that go, um, that went recently basically. So I might try and squeeze a trip in, but that's my dream place basically. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, I mean, it, and you're, you're the yoga type, you believe in this mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Sometimes like the trips at certain times aren't meant to be too. Mm -hmm. if, you know, especially like, What's it's, crazy is I was planned one of the times I planned a trip there, I feel like a plane that was on the way there, something happened. The trip I was planning there, something happened mm -hmm. basically during that time frame. And I was like, oh shit, okay, I was gonna die. Oh my yeah, gosh. Like yeah, literally, I think it was the yeah, it was like the standby flight that I was gonna get on. Something happened to it. I forgot what the story was. I'll look it up later, but yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so after that, I was just like, you know what? I'll get there when I get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. There will be a time for Cairo. Yes. There will be time for Egypt. Yeah, mm -hmm. then it'll happen. Yeah. Good. Are you at 26 countries now, or have you passed that up? Okay. What's crazy is I haven't traveled. I hit my 26 country last year, March, and mm -hmm. I haven't traveled since. Really? That's it. I was so done, though. I just wanted to move out. That was my first time. So when I moved to Atlanta, that was my first time like out on my own. Gotcha. So I was just like, I'm done traveling. Like, yeah. I was just, I just wanted to move out and just take a break. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Save up a little money, too. Yes. Yeah. 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 That whole side mm -hmm. of things. So out of these 26 countries, out of the people that you've come across during it, mm -hmm. is there anyone that you think has had like a big impact on your life? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. When I got stuck in Africa, basically, I had to, my cousin took the flight home before me. I was out there alone for a night. Um, like I said, I was looking up hotels. Hotels were sold out. So what I did, I used my instincts and I went back to the hotel that we stayed at. Mm -hmm. And I just told the front desk guy what was going on. 
and he got his shuttle driver basically to drive me around the city basically and like find me a hotel. Oh, that's really So sweet. that was really nice. Yeah. yeah. yeah we yeah. were like talking about just life and everything. And he was going up to the desk with me and make, like he was a man. So yeah. he was kind of like my security guard sure, too. Sure. So that was really nice. Oh, yeah. see, that's beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the kind of stuff like <laughs> I love hearing on this because a lot of people are afraid to travel or mm-hmm. afraid, afraid of what's new or mm-hmm. different. And like, People around the world tend to be pretty great. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And every place I've been, yeah, yeah, for the most yeah, yeah. part. I will say, though, everybody beware. Um, <laughs> Paris. <laughs> have you been to Paris? I have, yes. You have? And, and the reputation kind of holds true out there of them being a little a, a little more on the rude side. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> specifically like, Paris. Not not France, not French yeah, people, general, but specifically yeah, yeah. Parisians. Yeah, yeah. And, and I feel they told me what. So basically, when we got out there kind of similar to what happened um, when I was explaining the Tokyo story, but just the opposite. We went out there and we, from New York, we would just be like, which way's the train? And they would just kind of look at us and then put their heads down and keep going. And we were like, oh shit. <laughs> like, oh, okay, this is how it's gonna be. Yeah. And we went into a restaurant and um, we sat down and we just, me and my cousin, me and my cousin, that was like my travel buddy. So we're talking and we're laughing. Then we um, asked the lady for like menus and she kind of like gives us like a look and she puts the menus down and we're like, what the is going on here yeah. probably once we got our food and stuff like that she kind of warmed up to us and she told us she said yeah i thought you ladies were like rude when you came here because you guys don't say like hi hello mm-hmm. like she said there's no kind of introduction sure and i was like that's what's going on and she was like yeah even when you ask for directions you're supposed to be like you know hi how you doing which way is this sure and she was sure. like you just kind of go and like um excuse me which way is this yeah new york because yeah. that's new york mode. yeah, yeah. So new york mode like yeah. Because if you went to, up to someone in New York City and you're like, hey, how are you? They'd be like, get the fuck yeah, out of here. Yeah, I gotta go. What? <laughs> yeah, the, train, the train is coming. Wasting my time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it's the, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just different, different cultures too. Like it's, mm-hmm. and that's what I try to explain to people too. It's like, it's not necessarily that, even Parisians, it's not necessarily that they're rude. It's just like they have a different way of doing things. Yeah. And sometimes it comes off as rude. And like definitely sometimes New Yorkers come off as rude. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. there's just different systems. Mm-hmm. Like ordering a bagel in New York City. It's yes. like, you got to know exactly what you want or else yes. you're going to the back of the line. Yeah. <laughs> or every, like you'll hear like grunts behind yes. you and everything. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, I get it. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> it makes sense though, because why aren't we saying like, oh, hi. Yes. Yeah. yeah the you pleasantries. That's yeah. to see when you move to, when you move to North Carolina, that they have those there. <laughs> Absolutely. Every place, honestly, but New York, yes. I think has this. Like New York, we're our own type of like animals. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anything happened to you during your travels, scary, embarrassing at the time that you can look back on now and laugh about? Um, well, I shared the Africa story because that probably was one of the scariest just because I was out there alone. Mm-hmm. But um, You said maybe something involved in an Airbnb. The horror I story. I did. I'm happy you <laughs> It wasn't a horror story, but it's just drama. I'll keep it short. Basically, we went to the Bahamas and um, we left each other good reviews and everything. So shout out to him. <laughs> but me and my cousin went to the Bahamas. We stayed out there um, with a guy, basically, from Airbnb, a nice little guest house he had. So, of course, we meet him. We're, like, two, like, pretty girls. So he's like, oh, hey, like, I'm just going to take you girls out and show sure. you girls around. Yeah, so we're like, course. all right, cool. So the first day, we um, he takes us out to eat. He buys us food and everything. We're like, oh, all right, he's not sketchy. Like, cool. The next day, we go out to, like, a parade. We stayed there for, like, three days. So just hanging with him the first two days. We got, like, close. Like, all right, this is cool. The last day, um, he said, all right, it's nighttime. Let's go out to the club and stuff. We go out to the club. 
It's a strip club. Oh, like, good. Okay. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't even like strip clubs. Anyway. I'm like, let me just do this. So we go to the strip club. Of course, we're drinking and everything. Sure. He, he's giving us money like to give to the strippers and stuff. So we're like, oh, all right. This is this type of night. Let's do it. So um, at one point, I think the waitress brought back change. Yes. And she gave it to us instead of him. You see where this is going already. She gave us the change. So um, I'm just like drunk in the corner. So my cousin, she gives me like the money, like, oh, here's your like money to throw to the strippers. So I'm like, damn, this is more money. And it was a lot. So I'm like, all right, I'll be back. I'm going to the bathroom. I go to the bathroom. I'm in there just drunk, trying to get my life together for like five or 10 minutes. My cousin comes in like, Kelly, he is going crazy. We have to go. No. <laughs> yes. I'm like, what are you talking about? So she's like, all right, he's going crazy. He's saying that we stole his money. Like he flipped out. I come out the bathroom. He's like, Kelly, let's go. Let's go to the car. Let's go right now. So we go out to the car. Basically, he thought that we stole his money. Uh -huh. Like he thought that the waitress gave us the money. Like that she we, was in cahoots with yeah, you. Yeah, like it was sure. his change and uh -huh. he she gave us the money and then I went to the bathroom to go like steal it yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I trusted you coming at me. I trusted you, <laughs> Kelly. You are so cool. I'm like, I am my cousin's like, she's not even like that. She didn't even want to come to the strip club. So um that went on. He drove us, mind you, he was he drove us there. So he kinda had to like drive us back and yeah. everything. That went on the whole car ride. Before we went in the house, I think it was just like, listen, we didn't take your money. Let's just, we'll talk about this in the morning. We were leaving the next day too. So it was like, we'll talk about this in the morning before we go. And that's that. The next day came, we didn't hear from him. So I just sent him a text and I went in my bag and I seen I still had like $50. And I said, you know what, let me leave him his $50. So he sees that I don't want nothing to do with you or your money. Like, this is fine. Left him his $50 and we left and that was that. And, and good reviews on both yeah, sides. So yeah, I guess once he's seen the $50, he's like, okay, maybe I was drunk and she's not a thief. <laughs> I also love so, the yeah. fact that like he had people stay at his Airbnb and it sounds like he lost money. Like he just yeah, took you guys out, went happening. to the strip club. Yes, I yeah. was like, okay, so he doesn't, do we even have to pay for this? Why did we pay for this? Like he is just giving us our money back basically. So whatever. Yeah. But That's we, a way to travel right We there. paid for it kind of like with the arguing and shit at yeah. the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's all. Yeah. You got yeah. to deal with that negative energy. Exactly. That's yeah. Exactly. So that was the pros and cons of free. Nothing's free. Yes. Nothing's <laughs> free viewers and listeners. Nothing's free. Yes. <laughs> well, going from that and like the South Africa story, that's a, that's a mm -hmm. case in point. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So if someone listening uh, is thinking about being a flight attendant, mm -hmm. do you have any advice, precautions, anything like that for them? Mm, okay, I'll keep it short, let's see. Make sure you have a good support system at home because you're gonna be going. So if you have kids, you have to have like somebody to watch your kids, of yeah, course, yeah. like just have a good support system. The interview process is basically the same all around. You're going in for like a whole day project. You have to kind of come in there kind of like Barbie. Just play the role, sure. yep. Yep. <laughs> just be Barbie, be perfect. And then once you're in the door, you can kind of relax. But you, <laughs> you have to be Barbie the first yeah. day of the interview. And um, for the most part, you just need customer service experience. Yep. You don't, it's not really hard. It's just intimidating that very, the interview process is intimidating, but um, cause it's really competitive. But once you're in the door, it's a blast. It is. Did you feel like there was a time where you did the perfect balance of traveling and working? Yeah, that was so basically, like I said, I've been doing this five years. That was my first four years of traveling. Mm -hmm. So basically every other month 
I was going somewhere new. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to say every other month or every other two months. So I was working and every other month, and it's only because I was like making so little money. And the only reason why I was making little money because I'm lazy and I don't like to work. Okay. <laughs> I don't like to so fly you can choose, a lot. You can choose your schedule. Basically, with seniority, like the more seniority you have, you can kind of make your own schedule, like drop and swap trips and stuff. Gotcha. So I was doing that a lot. Yeah. So I would just drop like as many trips as I can just so I can travel. Mm -hmm. But it was like I was traveling because I couldn't afford to like move out on my own and stuff. <laughs> I had just enough money to travel, but not to do anything else. Yep, got you. I got you. <laughs> so that's what I would do. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is there is there a place in the world where you recommend that the listeners go? Is there some place that you think people need to visit? Mm. And that can be a city or it can be as specific as like a restaurant. I'm going to look bench. at my list. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. This is when I, sh this, I should have had it out. So a place where somebody has to visit i want to say and like the more the more specific the better this could be this could be the strip club you went to <laughs> oh fuck that <laughs> don't ever go there let me stop let me stop that was a nice trip <laughs> i want to say um i don't know but i would just pick iceland mm -hmm. Be, have you been to Iceland? I haven't been yet, no. Okay, I don't know why I feel like you've been to Iceland. Because <laughs> I, I look like I'm from Iceland. <laughs> Icelandic. Right? I feel like Iceland just because it's different. Like, it's like a different planet, basically. Sure. There's yeah, no, yeah. like, greenery or anything like that. We, the sun doesn't go down. <laughs> it's like 1 o'clock in the morning, and it's, like, not as bright as this. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, like, daytime kind of all throughout. There's oh no night gosh. for a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was extremely just different just as a human to experience. Right. Yeah. Do you feel like, because I've only seen pictures of it, and the pictures look extraordinary. Do you think the pictures do it justice, or do you think you have to go to see it? You have to go to see it. Yeah. Yeah. We did the Blue Lagoon. Mm -hmm. um, that's something you have to see in person. I can't, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not something that you can see in pictures. I want to see the Northern Lights. I haven't seen those yet. Sure. And that's what Iceland really is like kind of famous for too going so. there like during certain parts there and like northern scotland i think are the best mm -hmm. places and it, it depends on what time of the year yeah and you have to get really lucky yeah but like if the time is right then yeah yeah i'm dying to see that yeah eventually maybe i'll maybe i'll do that instead of egypt i yeah. think that could be good <laughs> right just based i, I mean if you're just at the airport i mean could you do that at the airport where you're sitting there and you decide last minute to switch it up and go somewhere else. Like if you're, yeah. if you're planning on going to Cairo and then you go, ah, fuck it, I, I go do, I do that every day. I, <laughs> I feel like, the, oh my God, that's so funny that you say that. Cause that, we don't book because we fly standby. We mm -hmm. don't book our hotels until we're on the plane. It's yes, so good, good. Yes. So I've had times where we tried to go, let's say to the Grand Cayman mm -hmm. and we just couldn't get there. So we were like, all right, we're going to West Palm Beach. Like just <laughs> West Palm Beach. <laughs> we're doing this, <laughs> this now. we're going, yeah. And then we'll book the hotel on the plane, yeah. That's a good game of roulette yeah. right there. Yeah. That is yep. a fun game of roulette. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> well, Kelly, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yay. I want, I want you to create your own <laughs> podcast. I want to hear I am. Now I'm interested. <laughs> the flight attendant confessions. I want to hear this. Oh my god. I wonder if there. I'm sure there are a couple out there like that. I don't know. Yeah. I, I I'll do my own Kelly like spin on it though. Good. Flight attendant mental health. That's what we need. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Send in the I positive do. energy. Yeah. Literally. Can you give us one more okay for the podcast? For the <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Hostel Homies.